And you have to get uh, honorees. Levels? Levels. Oh, we'll do that as we go, but I'm just going <laughs> to say, while I'm reading Michelle's mom's card, it says, uh, it's a Santa Claus. He's putting up a sign that says, Missing Elf. And we know where the elf is. Thanks for the beer. You guys are full of surprises. I really enjoy listening to Beer School on my walks. Keep up the good work. I've learned a lot. I asked Michelle to take back this four-pack of Kilt Lifter. There's only two. I was going to have to tell Michelle that she's obviously... Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's not four packs. This Four Peaks Kilt Lifter. I've been to Four Peaks. You have? Yes. Uh, uh, Hope... You have tried it before. We have not, actually. We'll I haven't, try, anyway. We'll try that later on some later show when we fill it all down. Because it's kind of... Uh, oh, no, wait. I can't put these away yet. All right. You have to talk now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like being on the radio. <laughs> like on your own show. Except I have nothing to say on this one. What do you mean you don't have anything to say oh, on this one? Well, nothing You'll, yet. You will. Well, do like your like your normal intro on your show. I say, you're listening to KCT Radio, Fiercely Independent College Radio. My name is Honor, and I'll be your DJ for the next two hours. Wow. Two hours? Yeah, I have a show <laughs> called Intimate Strangers on KCT. <laughs> and when does that air? Friday afternoons at 2? I'm actually switching it. I don't know when it's going to air next quarter. I will keep you posted, Motor. <laughs> Lucky I'm a bum and work at home, and I can listen whenever I want to. Yeah. Unless it's past my bedtime. No, it should be during the day. Okay. Morning drive? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not Do have, I want one of those whistles that goes <laughs> for the show here. That'd be cool. Nice. <laughs> I have a wooden train whistle. I could bring it and go. <laughs> I used to have one of those when I was little. My father is really obsessed with trains. As am which is, I. Which is why you like hanging out with motor. Yes. And Hillary and you guys' cross-country train rides. I actually have a friend who just took the train from North Carolina to D.C., uh-huh. and he hated it so much because his, like, five- or six-hour train ride turned into, like, a seven-and-a-half-hour train ride because it kept stopping, and he was stuck with a bunch of kids, and he he was miserable the entire time. I got text messages and phone calls that were like, I want to kill someone so badly. Yeah, the train can be interesting. The train from here to Sacramento works pretty well, but and the train from Sac- uh, San Diego to L.A. works pretty well. Uh, train works from here to Fresno pretty well too. That's true. Off to Fresno, yes. They're yeah, trying to. I'm to sorry. I said improve that wrong. their. They're trying to improve their civic identity, <laughs> so they've decided to rename themselves Fresno yes, instead of Fresno. It's more positive. <laughs> Good for the overall image of the city. That's like North Dakota trying to drop the North, or South Dakota trying to drop the South. I forget which is which. They just want to be cool and be indie, or Yo. they just want to be Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, like. I, I read something to... about them wanting they, that North or South. One of the, other, I guess, North um, makes it sound like they're so much colder than South Dakota. When in reality, they're basically the same climate, and they're afraid <laughs> that South Dakota gets more tourism or something. But I mean, they get more tourism because the because they have actual historical things like Mount Rushmore and stuff. Right, and uh, North Dakota's just got Bismarck. Well, no, they have the the coolest state tree ever. What's what the is state it? Tree? It's a phone pole. Why do you know this? <laughs> John grew up in that part of the country. <laughs> I've been you? in North Dakota. I just, I just been, love all been, the flat part of the country in the middle at, that is in Texas into like one place. I've been to North Dakota. I've been to Minot. I've been to Bismarck. I've been to all the flat in between. 
it's a dismally boring place. <laughs> but the one thing that I did get to see, and I will never have an opportunity to go there ever again, was the, the continental center of the North America. Ooh. So there's a little pylon in the middle of pretty much a Burger King parking lot. And it says continental. It's on the it's on the atlas. And so I'm looking at this going, wow, that's something to look forward to as I'm driving across this North Dakota-driven state. Right. The other thing that's crazy about North Dakota is it's the only place that has a place to plug in your car in front of the hotels. Not as, your, in, not, to, not as in an electric car, because no car electric would run far enough to get from there to there in North Dakota, but it's to keep the the, uh, the oil, engine block warm. Yeah, the engine block warm. So you plug that in, and you have a chance of starting your car in the morning. When I was in Alaska, they had those. My brother used. My brother lived in Alaska. I went to go visit him. He said that they used them all the time. You had to. You had no choice. Otherwise, you'd have a froze engine. Yeah. That's even further north than North Dakota. That is. That's the furthest north I've ever been. <laughs> furthest north I've been is is Victoria. BC north of no it's Seattle. south of, it's south of the rest of the continental border. Yeah, it's right across from Cuz I've been almost I've been way up toward Canada off of highway 5. So I think that's probably norther than Victoria, I don't know. That's what Wikipedia and uh, maps.google are for. Yes. Well, I'll I'll have an answer on that for before the next show. <laughs> That'll be my homework. I almost went to Victoria once except it's we very, just missed the ferry. And we ended up going to, like, San Juan Islands or somewhere that was very touristy for, like, old ladies. And my friend and I, who were 16 at the time, we were bored out of our mind. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty to walk around, but after, like, half an hour, hour, you're just like, I want to go home now. (laughs) Yeah. Victoria's like the San Diego of Canada. Because it's as far south and west as you can get a big city. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Speaking of San Diego, um, I have, we have some business to conduct. Can I see your ID? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have we started yet? Um, well, we're going to start right now while she's getting her idea. Like, you're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and what all the college kids are drinking these days. <laughs> uh, the best part about Homer... I always blow this now. He used to just read this off paper. Yeah. Now he's got it memorized. The best part about beer school is... The homework. The homework is beer. So that's pretty much the best reason I can think of to listen to the show. You have to participate in this. So let's see. ID. San Jose. <laughs> Everybody lives in San Jose. Right. Oh one twenty seven eighty six. That qualifies. Thank you very much. Thank you. I believe I was uh, <laughs> halfway through college. <laughs> Eighty six. Oh goodness. <laughs> the uh, Mac two was about to ship. Yes. I was born the day before the Challenger blew up, which is oh, not a very tragic. <laughs> yeah, which isn't really a happy. <laughs> I don't know. Thing to wow, commemorate your birth. Uh, uh, you know how everybody was. Oh yeah, I remember when I where I was when John F. Kennedy was shot. I'm like, yeah, well I wasn't. Eat, I don't remember that, but yes. I do remember where I was when I found out where the when the the Challenger went uh, up in uh, whatever it goes up in. 
up in smoke. Well, it's, That's you know, where it's my hydrogen. It's hydrogen and goes. it's hydrogen and oxygen and all the things that make that tank go. John, we have a guest today. We have a guest today. <laughs> so uh, we have our guest introduce herself because her name is the most unique thing I've I've seen. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and it's it's so um, guest. Uh, my name is Honore. And I, I, I don't know. I'm a college student. I go to UCSD. Uh-huh. Um, my friend's the motor, which is how I got here. <laughs> how I got here? <laughs> how I got here. <laughs> you didn't win a contest? No. Okay. <laughs> Stop playing with the opener. And I'm a beer novice. Okay. So uh, earlier this evening, I asked Honoree what beers she normally drinks, what things she likes to try, and what I don't know, flavor profiles you liked. And you said two things that I based the selection of beers on tonight. Um, one of them was that you liked Belgian wit beers, right? Like white beer, like yeah. Kew Garden and that like style. Blue Moon and things like that. Yeah, okay. Um, which is Blue Moon is a fine beer for what it is. We like it. Um, we love that it's being made and, and um, uh, is a beer that got introduced to the rest of the United States because it's a style that is very accessible. It's very tasty. Um, and there's a lot of great examples of it from a, from a world point of view. And then the other thing that you said was uh, that you liked reds. Yes. So red is um, generally not a hoppy beer, but a sweet uh, malty beer. Okay. So, um, and so the, so the beers that we have tonight are uh, fitting that profile. So the very first thing we're going to try is the Whitkirk. Because we need a bottle opener to open the other one. We do? We need a corkscrew. I think we have one of those somewhere. Uh, I figured you would. <laughs> why, is there, why was there a cap on it? It's that's, a cap over a cork. That's kind of cool. All right, Whitkirk. So this is, a, this is a beer that we've had on the show a couple of times before. We had it in cans. We had from, it in uh, cans. From uh, Trader Joe's. So we've never, we've never actually never had the uh, the uh, bottle version. So we're going to try this. This is a very <laughs> delicate Thank beer you. and should be poured in the correct glass to start with. And we never have the we correct glass. glass. <laughs> well, we kind of have, we have that one glass that our listener friend sent us. That's not the correct glass for this. This really needs to go in a tulip style or something that you can build. We just need to, to steal more glassware. Yeah, we do. But it's got a nice egg white foamy head to it. And it looks uh, – it's not – it's more clear than the uh, the Who Garden. You Garden. Who Garden. That's a – I don't know. It's got a more cloudy profile to itself. You've had that beer, I'm sure. Yes. yes. So, but you've never had the the Whitkirk before. I've never had this before. Cool. So, what is it the the kids are out drinking these days in San Diego? Because John and I like to go on about how back in the day it was very hard to find decent beer, and it was basically Anchor Steam or Sierra Nevada if you were lucky. Um, and then Triple Rock opened. <laughs> Same. Th- that's interesting. Same year you were born. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, people drink different things. When I go to parties, it's mostly Coors Light, Bud Light, things like that. Things that are a little bit cheaper. Um, things that you can get in a keg that aren't going to be $100. Um, but then with my friends in, in our own circle, 
they usually buy the beer and it's more Dos Equis, Shiner, things like that. Things that aren't necessarily like the mainstream American beers, but aren't too adventurous, I guess. Right. Did, did they find these just because they were bored with the other things? or? Um, the Shiner comes from a girl that actually lived in Texas, and so that's what she had, um, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, those Texans. We've had we've had Catherine on the show, and those Texans are really proud exactly. of the Shiner. Exactly, they're very, and then, very proud of the Shiner. <laughs> and then Dos Equis, I mean, we're right in the border, so we get a lot of uh, Mexican beers, Modelo, mm-hmm. and things like that. We've had Modelo on the show many times. Yeah, but the regular Modelo. Model, regular Modelo. We found out regular Modelo in Kansas is pretty good. Not when it's 40 degrees outside like it is now, but in no. the summer. <laughs> regular Modelo in Kansas is, is – it's uh, Mas, Masfina. <laughs> One of my roommates went on a like a Tecate binge, which isn't actually – I don't really like that much as a beer. It doesn't have much flavor, but – as my sister has been getting into cheaper and cheaper beers lately. <laughs> I'm expecting it at our house any second. <laughs> uh, so wait, a Tecate binge. Now describe what that is. She'll, she, for like six months maybe, she just bought Tecate. And oh, she so not really a binge binge, but just a... It was just, that was the only thing she drank. It's a kick. A kick. I guess, it's yeah. a, a kick. kick. Yeah, a kick. Not like, you know, having 14 cans of Tecate at breakfast. No, she was a tiny little Asian girl. I don't think she could have fit 14 cans of anything in her stomach. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Says that, uh, so basically this is the, the stats on binge drinking that I pulled up. Says <laughs> <laughs> so nice. that so 40, 40% of women oh, he's drank four or more drinks in a row. Um, 51% of men drank five or more drinks in a row. I don't consider that to be binge drinking. <laughs> That's like a session. That's just like a normal night out. True. It's, you know, by the time. and that's But that's spread out over, you know, a couple of hours. Well, what is in a row? Is that like one after another after another? The length of time it takes to drink a beer? Before and after dinner? So what if you had four in a row before dinner and four in a row after dinner? That would be eight. <sighs> Trying to work around that. But no, but where does it, where where does the line reset? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're talking about students, so I don't think it's applying to us. Um, <laughs> we graduated. <laughs> students more likely to binge drink are white, age twenty three or younger, and are residents of a Ferrari. A Ferrari. Yeah, the fraternity and sorority smashed together. Ferrari. Because um, <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay. Well, how else are you going to get into the case club if you don't binge drink? I don't even know what the case club is. Uh, friends of Clearly mine. I'm not in a sorority. <laughs> friends of mine. I don't know about sororities. Friends of mine in a fraternity. The case club is exactly what it sounds like. You had to drink a case of beer. In and a, supposedly, in a determined amount of time or undetermined amount of time. In a determined amount of time that was pretty generous. I mean, you know, like twelve hours or something. Oh, that's possible to do. No, it's no, not. The, the actual, no, no, no. no. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty four. Twenty four. It's possible to do. Because you can take you can take hours off, like eight hours off in the in the No, the story the story was getting to about between eighteen and twenty was easy. After that it was like uh 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 hmm. never tried to be part of the case. So I guess that, that that qualifies for binge drinking. That would, yeah, definitely. Olympic, that's Olympic quality binge drinking. Over half the binge drinkers, almost one in four students, were frequent binge drinkers. That, that is, they 
binged three or more times in a two-week period, while one in five students reporting reported abstaining from drinking alcohol. You know if it's four in a row. That was like when they were promised, I'll never drink again. Are we on? So it's four in a row? Yeah. So to do this show, it's binge drinking. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> let's see, we've done so, three shows in the last two weeks. Yeah. This will be our third yes. show in the last two weeks. So You know yeah. why? Because we love our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go the extra mile. Do you tell your listeners that you love them? I have like eight listeners, and I know all of them. So, in an individual basis, yes. Oh no, you, you picked me up, so you got nine now. So, what's the yes. URL for your show? It's uh, ksdt.ucsd.edu. That's a lot of letters. It is. Why is it at K? KSDT. Yeah. Um, I think in the seventies we actually had a tower. And so we needed actual call letters, and the call letters stuck, but the tower did not. <laughs> but it's KSTD, right? Yes. That's cool. In a weird no, way. DT. Oh, K. Yeah, it's not sexually transmitted. Yeah. Get your get your mind out of the gutter, John. What is it again? KSDT. Like K- San Diego. Dog. K oh, San Diego. K T for tower. Yeah. yeah. Or tall. Yes. Or or triceratops. Exactly. <laughs> Too bad there's no triceratops anymore because I bet you those are tasty. <laughs> <laughs> and so right now we don't know, you don't know when your new show is going to be on. No, I do not. Okay, I'll make sure to post that to the beer school crowd, and then you'll have thousands of listeners. But you won't know all of them. Like we don't know all of our listeners. Well, my listeners can actually IM me if they have um, a, like an instant message screen name because we. We have it specifically so that people can, I don't know, comment, request, things like that. It's just KSDT Radio. Do you have a MySpace um, page? We do have a MySpace page. <laughs> do you have a Facebook page? I think we do, but I don't actually have Facebook, so oh, okay. So I'm not a member of that. We have a Facebook page. Do, do we? you really? Yeah, check it out. Do you put my face on it? No, you're I not, will you... totally post you guys on our website. <laughs> we have forums and everything, too, cool. so I'll post you on that. <laughs> yeah, I put this on there, and it turns out I didn't announce it. On the show or anything? The show makes me want to move to San Francisco. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I put. Oh, we're loved. Parking I put this thing up. <laughs> I put this thing up like a month ago, and I didn't talk about it anywhere. There's no link. Not to even it or, to me. No, not John. Even we me. don't talk anymore. And there's 40 people that signed up that are our friends. Then <laughs> <laughs> they evidently listened to the show. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. I was, I was, I was flattered in a way. <laughs> I'm a little. Sketched out that you put your location though. <laughs> Why? Have you seen this building? Do you think you'd be able to? Uh, you would not. You would not be able to find you guys. This you is one of those lost. buildings. If it was on a college campus, it would be getting ready to be torn down. Yeah, because there. I'm sure the ones in San Diego like this. I know the ones at Cal. You walk, when I walked in this building the first time, I go, "Oh yeah, this reminds me where my English section was." All of our buildings are cement, which is hilarious because I mean, one of our colleges is named after John Muir, and like all of John Muir campus is it's completely cement, and you're like, well, that's. I don't know, beautiful and naturally. <laughs> I don't know. They have his face like carved out of wood, which is also very ironic to me. <laughs> Take some trees, kill him, <laughs> carve John Muir's face in him. Hope the tree was fallen before they carved his face into him. I think, actually, it might not. I th- maybe it's not wood, but it's like on a giant rock. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I like that one of the questions is, can draft beer less with less than 4% alcohol really be considered beer? Yes, it can. There's a number that it, that it can't go lower than, and that's... I think it's one and a half percent. 
If it's one and a half percent, it can't be called beer anymore. What is it called? Uh, non-alcoholic beer. Oh. <laughs> it's still called beer. This has got a modifier. Well, the thing is, is that it's it's not taxed the same way. Oh, that makes sense. That it's not technically in the in the ATF. And why is it firearms that are in there? It's Alcohol all the fun stuff. Firearms and tobacco. They're all controlled by the same guys. Anyway, those guys define beer um, on the from a taxation point of view. Mm-hmm. And so if it has less percent, it's not considered beer, so it can't be taxed the same way. So what do you think of the, the, the white the wit the Whitkirk? Whitkirk? I actually really like it. It's very light and it's a little bit sweet, which I like. I yeah. usually don't like this this style. Like I'm I like this better than Hogarten because it's got sort of less yeah. mellower flavor than Hogarten. I actually would agree. I don't. I like this better than Hogarten too. And it's a it's a usually a Trader Joe's find in cans. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. Yeah. So we were surprised to see that it was at uh, at our uh, alternative beer supplier. Bubbo. Yeah, because City Beer was closed. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got the three beers that we got tonight. Exactly. Binge drink. Drinkers cited the following as important reasons for drinking. Drinking to get drunk, cited by 47% of students who <laughs> consumed alcohol. The reason that it was only 47% was that the other people that they asked were passed out. Were passed out. <laughs> 53%. What was that answer? It was like uh, status associated with drinking, culture of alcohol consumption on campus, and beer pressure and academic stress. I mean, peer pressure and academic stress. Not beer pressure? Not beer pressure. And academic dress? Nope. <clears throat> they had to wear school uniforms or something? They drink because they have to wear school uniforms? I think it's interesting about UCSD is that we have this reputation, I don't know, amongst the it's entire... one of the party schools. <laughs> Definitely. Is um, it? No, <laughs> of course not. That's what I was going to say. Our reputation oh, you know is to be I'm... very nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to have fun, like, you go to SDSU. But if you, I don't know... More. Yeah, up next to those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. I know some. I know some. What Aztecs or whatever they are. They're Aztecs. Yeah, yeah. we're Tritons, which in itself is a party. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> but I think it's funny that like we have like such a stoic reputation and like image of ourselves that our school. Um, in the last like two years, we've been having beer gardens. Which is, if you're 21, you can go and get like two cups of like two red cups of beer, and like they have free pizza and sandwiches and stuff. And it's. It, I mean, I like it. I go when I can. Sometimes I have class and things like that. But it's a, it's, it's definitely an interesting mix of people because you don't really see people drink. Like we have a pub on campus, but for the most part, the people I see in there are, are, are graduate students. So this is like the one time that I get to see a mix of student life who are all enjoying alcohol. All at the pub? No, at these beer gardens. Oh, the beer garden. That's the cool. The pub just has. I mean, not just anyone's allowed in, um, but but it's mostly graduate students. It's like the same group of. It's like the same crowd every day, basically. Hmm. The um, that might be a carryover from uh, corporate culture, because lots of tech companies uh, sponsor beer events, um, beer bashes, beer busts, that kind of thing on Fridays, and it's a really great way for the people that not that with people your, with no social skills to interact with one well, another. Finally, no, what happens is that. Is that <laughs> The you know five o'clock rolls around and these people that don't see each other at all during the week are suddenly sitting around a table and they're talking about the very things that they're trying to solve and the guy's like oh I have code that does that here 
And the other guy was like, yeah, I've been trying to make this menu thing work. And the guy's like, oh, no, I know how to make that work. And so it's this this cross-culture that, that wouldn't happen otherwise. So it's good to see that that's spilled down to the campuses. I remember that. Or the, campus uh, in this case. Yeah. At, at Cal, the geography department always had a keg on Fridays on their balcony. Yeah, beer on the balcony. Yeah. I went to that once when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to do the math on that one. <laughs> Let's. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> you were about this old. <laughs> Probably. Well, I didn't drink anything. I wasn't of age yet. <laughs> the architects. We just brought our beer into studio because we never left studio. I like this beer back to the Whitkirk Creek. I like this because it this didn't sit in the ice very long, and it's very drinkable at this temperature. Yes. Yeah. We all have three. Yeah, we had we put three of them out. Yes. Uh, do you want to go find a corkscrew? If you, or yeah, tell I'll, me where a corkscrew no, might I'll go, be. I'll go find it. Um, you could read some more of this statistics. I'll just make statistics up. Make statistics <laughs> up. I wish we had a computer. My uh, my school website actually has a, a like a, a drinking survey, um, and I don't I don't feel like I drink very much. I don't drink on a regular basis. I don't drink once a week or or anything like that. But I took this and it called me an alcoholic and I was a little bit freaked out by it. And I was like, well, if I don't drink, if I have a beer maybe like once every two weeks and that's a beer, that's not numerous beers. Right. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid of what it's going to tell people who actually do drink on a regular basis. Maybe was, you're answering all the questions backwards. Maybe. But it's funny because I feel like my friends, I, I took this because it, you enter yourself in a survey. Or once you do the survey, you enter yourself in in a like a raffle or whatever. And uh-huh. I always want prizes. Like, who doesn't? <laughs> I want prizes. Um, <laughs> First prize is a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> but all my friends got the same results. And I was like, well, I don't feel like they're Well, maybe the, maybe it was either. rigged. Maybe. Maybe it told everyone that Somebody they were alcoholics. <laughs> they're like, dude, you drink way too much. <laughs> the whole two beers a month thing is killing you. <laughs> well, according to this, this is the impacts yeah. <laughs> the effects. Ooh, that. And uh, frequent binge Smell. drinkers were 21 more times likely like candy. than non drinkers to have missed class. I don't miss classes. I don't have friends in my classes, so I have to show up. <laughs> the idea is like, you know, if you're paying 100 bucks a class, that's tragic that you've missed a class because 100 bucks that's actually exactly how i think about it that's what happened to me yeah. my freshman year because i took a class and I, it was actually oceanography and i'm right on the beach and so i'd every once in a while my friends would all be going on a friday afternoon to the beach mm-hmm. and i'd be like oh i really want to go but i went like twice maybe and i was like oh my god i just wasted 200 dollars. <laughs> i'm not skipping class anymore yeah, you see not cheap anymore is it no <laughs> not at all fallen behind in schoolwork well that's possible to do without having anything as a party. Damaged property. Who hasn't damaged property? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have. Knock on wood. Something always goes out the window. I like the stayed up or woke somebody up or whatever, however they phrase that. Interrupted sleep or... uh, Been hurt or injured, gotten in trouble with campus police. Hey, what are you up to? What are you up to? I'm sleeping. Hey, what are you up to? That's definitely. Yeah, here it is. Seventy-one had seventy-one percent had sleep or study interrupted. 
This is the impact on other students. I'm sort of offended that they lump sleep and study into the same category. Two completely different things. <laughs> exactly. The, the study guy is annoyed for like five seconds and then they go back to studying. The sleep guy, he's just pissed off. <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, you woke me up, you bastard. Now I'm not going to be able to get back to sleep. I might as well go binge drinking with you. <laughs> and I'm sure interrupted by while watching television falls into that category, too, because they're just basically saying interrupted. Well, now they that, should break down. Have you ever been awakened or have you ever been broken? You know, have you ever been broken into? No, that's uh, one of the things right here. But not use protection when having sex. That's being broken into. Broken into. <laughs> oh, bad times. <laughs> bad times. So you got your writer back? Yeah, my writer is back. The joke is that I have the world's worst writer, and he writes all these really. Horrible jokes. Thank you, Mother. <clears throat> of course. Least I can do. So this survey goes back to uh, March of 2000, and you can find it March at, of 2000. Yeah, March of 2000. You can find it at uh, csp cspinet dot org slash booze slash call fact one dot htm. So that's got to go in the show notes. Here you go. <clears throat> It's going to go on the show and hand that over to the intern. Yeah, exactly. That's we right. Need, we don't have the intern. We need a new intern for 2008. We have to have an in, We have to do a special show with just the intern as our guest. Mm-hmm. We used to have an intern. What did he or she do? She was uh, working for, as we call it, the evil empire. But uh, Starbucks. <laughs> we never said that on the show. <laughs> There's so, two, there's three, so funny you came up with there's that three, answer. There's, Is that really where she worked? There's three, <laughs> there's, there's three evil empires that you could have said. Gap, Starbucks. There's nothing evil about the Gap. <laughs> they make the same person over and over again. That's evil. And you've never – have you been to the Gapeteria? No, I haven't been to the Gapeteria. Oh, you should, you should go oh, to that's the Gapeteria. Where, that's you, where Bike Helmet Girl works. I know they have like, everything you could possibly want like repackaged in Gap – stuff though <laughs> like no the, the strangest thing is they kill everybody over 30 <laughs> i've actually hanging out with those gap kids I, they told me that everyone like the average age was like 25 to 30 yeah, my friend who left who went to starbucks she was like 39 so from and like, I, I asked her like how did you how did you survive there for so long she goes i worked up in the corporate tower uh, wow so there's there's gap there's starbucks and then there's microsoft I'm glad but I Microsoft, <laughs> But Microsoft is less evil every day. Because they're getting stupider. <laughs> they're just getting... It's like your mean uncle who's slowly... <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that they're getting stupider. It's just that there's there's no big money to be made there anymore. I mean, like, the stock options are just like, oh, that's that's nice. Thank you. I, heard I mean, that, it's a job. I heard that in the last year, like, even the masseuse became a billionaire at Microsoft because she... No, no, Google. Oh, Google, Google. that was Google. It. Yeah. Google. Google's... Google. Uh, Everybody's getting rich at Google. Why wasn't I a masseuse at Google? I could have been a millionaire right now. If only no. I had that technical skill. <laughs> <laughs> if only I was a programmer and wasn't in college and looking for a tech job. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay away from tech jobs. <laughs> I have no tech skills. You might just fall into it. Facebook's People hiring. have done that. I, I had a friend. That's the place I to go. I don't like Facebook. I know, but that's the place to go. If you're going to if you're gonna go land in a tech place, that's like... Because they're they're almost IPO, and you know the next nine months is the time. Because you'll get some shares of stock that'll be worth something. I guess. Because you go pop, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm a millionaire now." <laughs> anyway, I I don't understand 
that whole thing. All right, so we have another beer. Yes, we do, John. Um, what would it do be? you want to describe this beer? It's green. It's not green. It comes in a green bottle. Oh, I was confusing the bottle. Well, the label's beer. green. It's got a green apple on it. So there's a lot of green. It Are tastes my... like soda almost. It does not taste it's like... A, it's a little Belgian-y thing. And of all the uh, sort of Belgian beers, Lindemann's is sort of known as being the sweetest of the different beers. And they make... They're best known for their um, frambois, which is raspberry. And the raspberry beer pours red and fuzzy. It's like it's like eating and it's drinking Smucker's jam. <gasps> Actually, you know what? Wait. You've had that. I have. <laughs> this is very Jolly Rancher like. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say it's apple. like those like apple suckers it's that a, have like the karma on the outside. Yeah, it's apple. That's not, what this tastes like. This is apple Jolly Rancher beer. Oh, the green apples that you put the caramel. They, they're like the caramel green yeah, yeah. apple pops. That's. I mean, this is almost exactly what this tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a. Uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting beer. Well, there's a big there's that's a, that it's it's not beer. There, it's beer. It's 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 in a long line of beers that are blended with fruit or fermented with fruit. Uh, this is just one that stands out as being very very over the head fruity. And would, um, it would go good with uh, absolutely not subtle. No. Yeah. No, it's not like. A, it's not like watermelon wheat, which right. is like in you know hint of watermelon. I don't think we even said that on the last show. I got in trouble. You know, I got in trouble for not picking a twenty one A beer for one of my top three. <laughs> did well, you do your best? We beers? did one. <laughs> I know we did one. I mean, the fact that we you know we couldn't do two that would be like total total tools. Uh, everyone would have written in and said, "Okay, you guys are total shills. I'm not going to listen to your show anymore." <laughs> we have to we have to keep up the respect of our listeners and the trust that we've built over all these years. What was this list that you guys made? So the list was from uh, Beer in Review and the discussion was top 3 beers. And so that um, you had tried or that in general that you like What stood out over the last over the last year is really really good beers. Hmm. And so, you know, there's a whole you know, we did. We've had uh, in the last forty shows, we've had on the average four or five beers on the show. Um, so that's you know, that's binge drinking. That's binge drinking. <laughs> that's right. That's binge drinking. So that's you know forty shows times four or times five. That's two hundred beers that we've had on the show. So the standouts, of, and then that's not just that's not including everything that we're going and experiencing at all of our locals. Zeitgeist uh, Tornado, uh, that Belgian place we were at last week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's not my local. Well, okay, <laughs> nor, no, 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 no. But it's like if you drink so many different beers, what stands out? What sticks in your mind? And what's like, wow? Where was one where you just said, wow? And that's sort of like where my list came from. And so one of those things that wasn't on that was uh, the Bell's Expedition. Remember that beer from Beer and Listener Mail? No. <laughs> Listener, yeah. It was really good. We had a bunch of beers that day, yeah. but it, it wasn't one that just stood out. Well, if you listen to the show, which will be posted on New Year's Eve, decided like, okay, here it is. We'll have this available from... Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. That one. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that one. It was in a... Yeah, that was a, a fam, uh, fantabulous beer. Fantabulous. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the word I was, so I made up a word. Uh, 
So we have Lindemann's. So we have Lindemann's which is apple. You can learn French by buying Lindemann's beer because you learn the French words for the fruit. Creek, palm, peche, and frambois. Raspberry, peach, <laughs> cherry, and apple. Thank you, Mother. And cassis, which is great. So you learn something. You're not just getting the flavors, and you go, and you go, "Hey, it sort of tastes like Jolly Rancher," or that's... that apple thing that's wrapped around whatever it is. What would it go? <laughs> what would it go with? Like what, what? What? What else would you want to eat with this? Barbecue chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would go good. Like dry rub barbecue yeah. chicken. Sort of a sweetie, Swedish sort of barbecue. Not sticky barbecue, but trust me, we did. Uh, I what? believe you. Uh, I can only think of like pancakes or something. <laughs> like something. <laughs> now sometimes, sometimes you want a contrast. No, no, no. I, I understand. It's like the Gourd's demeanor and the Indian food that we had on Christmas. Uh, that was tasty. It was tasty. With the what the the spicy? I love the spicy spinach stuff. Yeah. With shards of chicken bones in it. Is that? <laughs> gonna drink my beer now <laughs> five five listeners see you wouldn't let people do that in your studio we're not allowed to have we're on campus so we're not allowed to have alcohol <laughs> or drugs or cigarettes or anything in, in studio you're not allowed to have drugs in the studio no uh, that's not very rock and roll is it <laughs> i know but we don't want to keep our space <laughs> oh, okay we cracked hmm. the whip around there because calyx isn't on camp or i don't think calyx is on campus they used to be off campus and they're not in the building they used to be in, so I should probably figure out where Calyx is now. Go stock them. Yeah. Rock them, stock them. And one of the, I mean, biggest punk stations around here is KUSF, which is funny because USF is the Jesuit college. Yeah. And they've got the skull and, it's it's the skull and, like, crossed microphones for their logo. We actually had the tarot, like the Satan tarot card. Cool. That's our our logo for a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, we have that, and we also have like an old pinup on our MySpace page. We have like a picture of an old pinup that has been um, photoshopped. So she has like eight breasts, <laughs> and then it says KST <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> we have a whole group of guys. Why who, eight who do breasts? Our, because we have boys who do our advertising for us. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That is. The most honest answer I've heard. Because boys did it. I mean, girls could have done it, but it just happened to be that. It was boys. Yeah. So what are the hot What are the hot hits you're playing? I mean, not that you play any hits. Yeah. Cause what do you like playing on your show? Um. Well, I play, it actually, I usually split up my show into three sections. So the first will be a little bit more dancey music, and then it mellows out into indie rock and then into like post-rock. Um, so I, I kind of, because of that, I get a, a nice spread, but I like peaches. I like, um, I don't, I don't know. I like Optimo. I like, lately I've been listening to, what am I, I, Amy Milan, who's the female vocals from Stars. I love the new Stars album. They have a, um, they're a little bit more indie rock and they just came out with a new album that's all, um, remixes with like different other bands. Okay. Um, so, like, M.I.A. will do a song with them and things like that. And it's, it's I like it a lot. Um, and then for post-rock, I, I kind of stick with my classics, which aren't really the classics. I mean, you don't really have classics in post-rock. But, I don't even um, know what post-rock is. It's more... Is it like Fraggle Rock? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's kind of more, like, out there. 
Um, it's I really like Seeger Rose. Um, they do a lot of um, they do they've done a, some compilations with a uh, with Chronos Quartet who does a lot of. Um, you finally named somebody I know. Oh, good. <laughs> I actually really they like, live here. I know they actually have an <laughs> office right by my sister's apartment. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah, they're super nice. They came to my school and they had a music listening party because they've got the big black house on Petrero Hill. Oh, really? Yeah, they it they, they it's like black asphalt shingles and like a chimney. It's a famous bit of architecture. Yeah, their office is on Ninth Avenue, right by Le Video. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're super nice guys. They came and did a music listening party and they listened to some f- weird stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they are awesome. And they do a lot of soundtracks and things like that. And yeah. they also do a lot of compilations and, and mix-ups and things like that. They have kind of a different sound for each of their albums. So I like that a lot, too. Cool. That's kind of what I've been listening to. That doesn't mean the rest of the radio station is like that. Everyone plays yeah, a little college bit different. radio plays. Well, no, yeah. not there. But I mean, everyone plays get, a little bit different. Right, but it's all still under the under sort of the rules that you can't play this. So it's not a college station that, like, jumps around that's like, you know, Sunday afternoons is jazz. And then you have, like... It's all pretty much independent underground sort of music, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it's all things that you wouldn't find on the radio. But that's not to say that we don't have like underground hip hop or underground rock, or, right? Or like, but somebody's not going to or... do like the Saturday afternoon disco show because he feels like doing a disco. I show. mean, if you can find underground disco, then power to you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're allowed to play whatever you want as long as it's not on the radio. So well, I want to meet that database. <laughs> well, I mean, check us out. <laughs> Underground Come disco. to San Diego. I'll show you, I'll show you our, our studio motor. I'll be down. Okay. I think yeah. I've already agreed to that with uh, with uh, your older sister. <laughs> Which one? The one that I know. <laughs> Clearly. Not the one that you haven't met. <laughs> the one that's entertaining my friends as I speak. <laughs> yes. You have to go. <laughs> you have to stay there. <laughs> Right, John? Sure. Some more palm or something um, else? I, you know, I like the palm a lot, but I'm not... Uh, the palm's not the bomb? Well... Is that I, what you're saying? No. Um, <laughs> I wish it I was paired with something. Like pear. <laughs> pear. Palm. Apple. That's funny. Exactly. No, I just wanted to go... I, I feel like it should should you have could, something to, you know, that offsets its super sweet. Like a, I would also like it with french fries, I think. <laughs> You just like French fries. I really do just like you French started, fries. You started with French fries. I did start today with French fries. Or this evening with French fries. I had some of the best French fries ever that were just... Anybody else would have sent them back. It was after I finished doing the Master Cleanse, and I went to Triple Rock. And I had an incredibly underdone burger, which I loved. I just always... Uh, when I'm there... I go, it doesn't matter if I tell you which way I want to cook. They just cook it however they want in the kitchen. The French fries, though, were so underdone that some of them were just, like, translucent and warm. They were the best French fries I ever had. I think it's weird that I've been to Triple Rock, like, probably over 100 times and I've ever drinking there because I wasn't of age yet. <laughs> I just sat with French fries and lemonade the entire eight <laughs> years that my sister worked there. <laughs> that's like what my friends do with their kids. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all you're going to do. Uh, Shiner Black Lager? I think so. Yes. <laughs> that might have some hops in it. We'll pop two of these. Might is the operative word there. Don't be afraid of the dark. Is that what it says? 
says. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dramatic reading. Oh right wait, now. Shiner is it twists. <coughs> yeah, but I always use those anyway because I don't want to yeah, you know score have, up my little hand. No, we got the, we scored this awesome opener from. That's Schirmer. the world's greatest. That's the world's greatest bottle opener ever. We actually found the place where they get them made. So don't be afraid of the dark. Here in Shiner, Texas, population 2070, we've been handcrafting beer since 1909. The passion of our original brewmaster, Cosmos Spotzel, continues to inspire our efforts today. First brewed to commemorate our 97th anniversary, this bohemian black lager retains, remains true to the old world heritage of the German and Czech immigrants who settled Shiner. Imported Czech saws and Styrian hops and select roasted malts make this Schwarzbier our darkest brew yet. Rose it. Such a lovely reading voice, Mutter. Thank you. I tried. John told me I have a very, very complicated. Who is that Scottish guy that has the pretty wife who read to Hillary in the middle of Magnolia once? He had a really great reading voice. Brendan. <laughs> we haven't had Brendan on the show yet. No. <laughs> Mr. Dobles. <laughs> I just remember he was reading like a book or something, reading like a like book jacket or something, yes. and the entire entire place stopped and listened to him. <laughs> I don't think he's Scottish. Oh, what is but he? I know exactly he's uh, German. <clears throat> no way. He totally has like He's got that accent though. He has like a British or Scottish I mean yeah. British and Scottish are vastly different. You get that when you have a beautiful wife. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're more likely to focus on her though. No, it, when you said, I'm like, Scottish guy reading the beautiful... Oh, I know. Exactly. He does this a lot. This is good radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thrusting my hand up as if I'm doing a Shakespearean soliloquy. Not the palm out. The No, no, no. It's the... Yeah. So we know everything there is to know about this. If they started, If they started the brewery... In 1909, they and they made this for their 97th anniversary. They made this beer a year ago, right? Or technically, probably two. You years. know, it sucks to be them because they had their brewery open for nine years and then they were shut down. For oh, prohibition. for prohibition! Yeah, they're going. What? No, come on! We just got started. It looks actually sort of. This is actually one of my style, a style a style of beer that I follow because it's the good old German style sure. of black lager, like a, a Kostritzer or a Moonlight's Death and Taxes sort mm-hmm. of. Um, it looks actually maybe a little bit dark for that. Well, it's not dark. It's it's dark in the sense of this is what you expect when you hear dark beer. Ooh, it tastes good though. I know yeah. it tastes really good. I was like, hmm, this has got a great malt profile. Yeah, it's not bitter at all. It's very smooth going down. I like it a lot. I'm thinking that if the people in Texas actually get over the fact that it's got a black label and it's dark beer and they actually try it, this would be like one of their favorite beers. Well, this is something <laughs> if you had this against No disrespect it. for the people in Texas, but, you know, the 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 Midwest attitude is, well, it's I can't see through it, therefore it's not good. <laughs> Made with fish heads. So my friends used to tell me in, in college when I, because I could put Anchor Steam in my little college fridge and nobody would drink it because they didn't like it. And some people said, it tastes like it's made out of fish heads. So, but um, no, if you take this and you compare it to a Guinness, 
a Guinness is going to taste a lot more bitter and yeah. going to have a lot more sort of foreign. And by foreign, I mean unfamiliar flavors well, to it the sour, than this does. It's got the this, sour, bitey, you know, the, the moss sour ends. Right. Secret agent moss sour. <laughs> yes, secret agent. Hi, secret agent moss sour. Um, while this is it's a much rounder, sort of more accessible taste for a dark beer. I like it. Woo-hoo. Nothing I, again, and you know, no dis, <laughs> no disrespect from from me about a beer that's you know because because Catherine goes on and on about how wonderful she uh, just shiner yaps all is. the time. I know, but she's like yap 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 shiner yap 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 <laughs> shiner yap 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 shiner. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? It's a it's a pretty good beer, but it's not you know it's not anywhere on my top hundred. Uh huh. That's not disrespecting. Kick the... your ass the next time no. she sees you there, boy. Okay. The rules of beer school are <laughs> I like what I like and you like what you like and I don't have to like what you like and you don't have to like what I like. True that. Yeah. We did, a, <laughs> we did a whole show on that where we basically read the rules. That's the syllabus show. And uh, basically it was the idea being uh, I wanted to make sure that everybody really understood what our goal with the show was. Yeah, we started up. The mics won't pick that up. Somebody's car is getting broken into. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, when we when we started this whole show up, it, the idea was we're not experts on beer. We're guys who sit on. We drink a lot of beer, but we don't make it, and we know what we like to drink, and we want to try to explain to people what they might want to try if they want to try and break out. Not in sort of like, you know, this beer is exactly this style and it comes down with this flavor and that flavor. It's like we're hanging out of the bar and we just tried this. And, you know, relative to Guinness, this is sort of sweeter. We did we did our, yeah. one of the coolest shows I think we did that I didn't mention was where we tasted Coors, Coors Light, Bud, and Bud Light. Oh, yeah. And if you taste them all together, they all have distinct flavors. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're subtle, but they're distinct. But if you go... If you like Coors, you're going to sort of like hoppier beers. If you like Budweiser, you're going to like sort of maltier beers. That was really fun. And more specifically, because I was actually surprised that we could have a discussion about these four beers that everybody (laughs) throws down as these are just bland, boring American beers. And every one of those had something that was a distinct flavor profile about them. I remember, I remember back, which kind of leads into the next part. I was in, uh, when I was going to school the one semester, <laughs> um, I became um, a connoisseur of beers that cost about $1.99 a six pack. Nice. Damn. So this would have been, this would have been 1984. Also before I was born. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that just oh, yeah. puts it all in perspective for everybody. Um, and so beer was a bit cheaper back then. But the idea was to go and try these different styles of, of inexpensive beer and to find things that were uh, drinkable. Well, you get it cold enough, you can't taste it. Well, that's true. And we used to steal the ice out of the out of the fridge. Out of the cadavers. Out of, <laughs> no, out of the oh. out of the ice. There was, an, there was an ice maker down on the bottom, or uh-huh. down in the basement, and we used to steal all the ice out of it, put it in a garbage bag, and then you know do the it's pretty much what we're doing now with the with the uh, get the beer cold with right. the ice in the bucket. 
We didn't thing. have ice machines in our dorms. We had an ice machine. It was awesome. I didn't have ice machines, but I also didn't live in the dorms. I was in the campus apartments. Can you give me that? The opener? No, the the rest of what's in that bottle. Oh. <laughs> Here, now, there's the rest of it, what's in both of those bottles. I'm really liking this a lot. <laughs> I just saw it. <coughs> Pardon. We don't have cough buttons. Do you have cough buttons in your fancy studio? What? What's a cough button? <coughs> it cuts out the microphone for a second, so if you're going to cough, you don't, you don't hear the cough. No, I just turn off the microphone. <laughs> oh, we don't have off well, switches on our microphones right. either. There's a mute. There would be a... Uh, mute or a solo button yeah. on your board, right? So you can just do the same thing. We just plug it all into a bunch of things, and then it goes into the laptop. What's Hopefully, that? we're going to have a new uh, a new mixer for 2008. Well, the folks at home have to go out and buy beer kits for more beer or get kegerators, don't they, John? Exactly. So, <laughs> thanks, Motor. <laughs> so if you go to... Um, I'm sort of the producer at the same time as so I'm the talent... <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking about brewing beer and who hasn't, um, you can get ten bucks off of a off of a beer making kit from morebeer.com. And you need to uh, there's three different kits that you can get, which is uh, good, better, and even better. The even better kit is about two hundred bucks, and by putting in the coupon code. Beer School 08, when you do the checkout, you'll get $10 off of that kit. What's the cheapest kit? $69. Hey. Which gets the price down to $59, which is not as cool a number as the first number. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Are you sponsoring you? Yeah. Well, no, we have to pay the $10 out we of our We have to pay pocket. the $10 bucks out of well, our I mean, pocket. Clearly not that, but I mean, I could go get like a five gallon bucket right and do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, how. there's nothing. There's no nothing. Skills. Okay, so so the reality is, you know, that, that it takes a five gallon bucket, though. The reality is, is there's nothing special <laughs> about about the beer kits themselves because it's basically um, a bucket th- that's food grade that you can get from anywhere. And so, if you go scrounge these parts yourself, you can actually get them for a little bit cheaper. But, if you want your beer to taste like pickles, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't use an old pickle barrel because it'll. You can't get the pickle taste out of the plastic. <laughs> it's not possible. So I just go to this website and I get ten dollars off for yeah. Beer School Oh Eight. Yep, coupon. Awesome. Code. Yeah. So then the other uh, guys, if you're thinking about um, making a kegerator out of an old fridge that you get for free on Craigslist, <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to the Beer School website down in the lower. Right-hand corner is a button that will take you to micromatic.com. And when you do that, will you uh, help us out with when you uh, when you purchase your CO2 bottle, your handle, handle your hose, hose, your regulator, your regulator. That's right. All the parts that you need. Drip tray? Do you get a drip tray? You can order one with a drip tray. It's pretty cool. So uh, that's that's kind of new. It's been there for a while. Uh there's a lot of traffic on it, but you know, once in a while, somebody actually buys something, and that actually paid for a beer tonight. Excellent. So, you know, every little bit helps. So you can either get a full keg, you can get a already made kegerator, which is you know a tiny fridge that is that holds a, a single keg, or you can have that configurate configurated so that it'll hold, uh, th- I think, three five gallon kegs. Nice. Which would be, you know, which would give you, you know, the option of having 
uh, Shiner Shinerbach Black and uh, <laughs> a Lindemann's Francois <laughs> or Pam Palm or <laughs> or uh, uh, you know something for your friends. I don't think I could even find a story here, John, that would sell me a five gallon of Shiner Shiner uh, Black Locker. We couldn't get and one of no. I'm just saying the five gallons. I think that'd be a really interesting combination. Yeah, would wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna have our own kegerator soon. But anyway, that's our that's our sponsor part of the show. Isn't that great? And one day we're gonna have links to Amazon, so all the beer books I talk about when people click. That's that's <laughs> no no that's that. That contract is filled out. We're ready to go with that. Sweet. We just got to make the uh, the gallery page. Be so stinking wealthy by this time this next year. Exactly. Then we can actually have um, we can actually make money off of all the things that we go blah 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 about. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's money on the table, so we might as well do it. What is this big O on the back? Oh, it's a bubble. In the glass. Yeah, check that bubble out. It's like wow. That is the biggest bubble I've ever nice. seen. On the inside of the beer and the yeah. inside of the glass. We know we know who the best, the biggest, 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 best fan of beer school is, and that would be Michelle's mom. Yeah, she sent us this great, nice card. She sent us a card and beer, all you other listeners out there. <laughs> the guy from Indiana sent in us more beer. Oh, cool. And, uh, uh, oh, we're getting a new logo, too. Sweet. And we're going to do Michelle's mom's beer on the an upcoming beer school. Yep. We have lots to do in 2008. We do. So what other sort of – so when you go out when you go out in San Diego with your friends, what sort of places are you going to? Um, you still – you're too young for the divey bars, right? No, actually, I'm kind of a fan of the divey bars. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, Tornado's opening a Tornado in, in San Diego. I did not, but I will be sure to On, I believe, out. El Cajon Boulevard. See, I've been to bars in El Cajon Boulevard. Um, Why have yeah. I not come down to hang out with you? I don't know. God. Um, <laughs> I mean, I usually... Southwest.com. <laughs> you know, I won't fly Southwest. Oh, no, Why? nobody It's United. like 40 bucks. What, even if there is... Even if, there is Their quote, if, we, if high-speed rail goes on the ballot in California, we're ready to spend $20 million to kill it. You know, Virgin is going to open up. They're going to have um, service to San Diego soon in like February or something. And they actually have very nice planes. Yes. I'm actually kind of excited Southwest about that. Southwest is going to spend $20 million to kill high-speed rail. They killed the high-speed rail in Texas like 10 years ago. Oh, and they're gonna bastards. They won't do it, though, because everybody knows this time. But anyway. Oh, I was just well, saying. So, they're so not- diving. Okay, so diving. So say it's it's not the middle of winter break, say you're back down in San Diego and it's Friday night, and you go rip it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely rip it up, voter. I um, know, I've been out with, <laughs> I've been out with you. Yeah, you rip it up. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, honestly, it depends on what's going on. I like, I like the whistle stop a lot. They have bands play a lot, and so that's how, I mean, that's usually why I go. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just really small, laid back. It's in South Park. It's a little bit like off the beaten track, so it's more locals and like a, it's a, just a different crowd. I guess I wouldn't say locals, but it's just a different crowd. Um, it's neighborhoody. Yeah, kind of. I mean, people from all over San Diego go, but at, like at the same time, it's very mellow. It's laid back. People kind of just sit um, and like have little conversations amongst themselves. Because um, I, I have been in some bars down there that are just a complete zoo. Yeah, um, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like that a lot. I also, I mean, the Pink Elephant. 
is a little bit more hip, um, and they have some good drinks, and I like that a lot. Um, I mean, I go to PB every once in a while, but that's just a little bit more, like, scene. There are a lot of people dressed What's up. What's PB? And, PB is Pacific Beach in San Diego. Okay. Um, it's a really big college area. They're, I mean, everyone dresses up. They, they like, try and look their best and go meet a boy or girl, um, which is awesome. Like, sometimes you just want to dance and meet a boy or girl, and so I'll definitely check it out every once in a while. But for the most part, I try and stay away from I the try scene. To go to, yeah, I try to stay, like, go to the more mellow areas of San Diego. That's just more who I am. <laughs> just gonna say in your green sweater. I know in my green sweater. Like, it's very Mr. It's very Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, she's like, it's not, it's not I'm, like a cardigan. She's like, like, I'm so burning this. <laughs> I love this sweater. No, I mean it's very I Mr. Look Rogers like, looking. No, it's not. It's not a cardigan. Come on, leave me alone. See when when I was when I was no a, no no. I'm just referencing the fact that it looks like it's. That it's just comfortable and warm, and it's not a big deal sweater. Like you could, you could go for a walk in this sweater, or you could go and and like watch TV in this sweater, or you could talk to you could talk to two guys uh, while about beer about beer, and it's not a big deal. It's not like it's trying to be a show off kind of thing. It's just I didn't Mr. know I should dress up to hang Mr. out with you guys. See, Hillary was right. I know. I, I, I don't know. What did Hillary say? Hillary asked if I was dressed enough to hang out with you guys. And I was like, am I supposed to? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Why would you do that? We're just know. two guys with microphones and beer. I thought it, I think she thought at first maybe you guys had, like, it was like a webcam thing. Oh, but right. Then, but see, if we but had the webcam. then she realized it was you guys. And she was like, yeah, they probably have audio. <laughs> You're probably safe. We've done the webcam thing a couple of times. Not uh, for us. Not for us, but for other things. <clears throat> it's a lot more work than I ever want to do. Well, first, first we have to, we just have to configure this to go out live instead of being archived, which we have the bandwidth to do. We can make that happen, right? And then you have to get the video on top of that, which yeah. is another pain. And then that would have to be you know multicam, so that you, and that would mean me paying attention with the board. No, you just have one looking straight down on the table. Oh, yeah, that would but then be really... you can't see your guys' lovely faces. We'd go like this every now and then. <laughs> Except I couldn't do that. You'd do the whole... No, when I was in school... Um... You guys were big into webcams? No. Webcams, no. Webcams, <laughs> when I was in school, there was no such thing as a webcam. The closest thing we had to a webcam was... Uh, like, for example, when the satellite shot the picture back from Jupiter. It got printed in the newspaper, and that was the version of the webcam that I had. Um, I was going to say, when I back in college, we stuck pretty close to campus in Berkeley. Um, and every now and then, you'd get in the car and drive across the bridge and go into the city. Or take BART. No, we almost never took BART into the city. Why, to- wasn't it cool? No, there's no place close to BART. If if you're doing a mental map of of a kid who's like 19 coming into San Francisco to go someplace, could have gone and to then Dave's. get back before midnight. You could have gone to Dave's. You wouldn't go to Dave's. Not a. Mm. Oh, we go to Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> there you go. Either go to Hamburger Mary's, the Triangle, um, or Mr. Bing's. Yeah, those are like the three places that I remember in college coming into San Francisco. Um, 
Hamburger Mary's is gone. Hamburger Mary's is gone. Mr. Bing's will always be there. Mr. Yeah. Bing was great. It's right on the edge of North Beach. And you'd walk in where North Beach meets Chinatown, and Mr. Bing would ask for everybody, everybody's ID. And I never had a fake ID. And he'd ask for everybody's ID. We'd show it to him, and he'd just look at the ID and just hand it back to you and go, okay. He was checking IDs. Nice. He wasn't checking to see if you were 21, <laughs> but he was checking IDs. Um, and then uh, the triangle is uh, – it's still there. It's the it's the corners out in uh, – in, uh, Cow Hollow, the certain the uh, and I don't even remember why we went there, but it was like oh we got to go to the Crangle. But besides that, it was pretty close into Berkeley, or we'd venture down into um, along Telegraph Avenue in, in Oakland to Bertola's, which was an old family style Italian restaurant that had really cheap mixed drinks, like Mr. Bing's. Uh, no, these were it was a buck twenty five, a buck fifty, and a buck seventy five for a buck seventy five for a triple. So you go and like get vodka Collins and like have a Italian uh, style family dinner, and there's a kingfish, which I think is about to get torn down, which is uh, Claire, about where Claremont Avenue meets Telegraph in uh, in Oakland, uh, and that had shuffleboard tables, and the ceiling is about six and a half feet. You know that uh, iPods so, work really well on shuffleboard tables. I sent my iPod down the <laughs> old shuffleboard table triple rock that's no longer there. But uh, no, we. So did we, you just stoop the entire time when it was like six and a half feet? No, I'm only six three. I just oh. have to watch out for the really low spots. He used to have, like he used to have to taller hair. <laughs> I'm getting back tall, his, the taller hair is coming back. Yeah, because I've seen. I mean, the, the no, 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 no. I've seen the, the hair's getting big right I've here. seen the picture from the '80s when you had tall hair. Yeah. No, I tall. My tallest hair was only a couple of years ago. But um, enough about my hair. No, we were. <laughs> um. It was the Bears Lair on campus, um, Kips, which is still there. The Every college has a, a pizza restaurant where you go drink cheap beer. There we, must be, we have a round table. <laughs> okay. I'll take a round table. It's um, not really exciting. <laughs> there was iHouse, which uh, is the it's the private international students' dorm, but they have a restaurant in there, and two of our friends were bartenders. We get low and brow dark there, and our friends would, like, give us free beer. Um, I think the statute of limitations on serving underage minors free beer is probably less than 20 years, so we're safe. Um, there was comeback in that I hated, but all these places with, were within two or three blocks of campus when we go out. Or else you go to parties. And it was usually sort Until of – the cops showed up. <clears throat> no, the cops never showed up. Fire department showed up sometime. That's rarely, rarely did you catch cop. on fire? <laughs> Why did they show up? I don't know. But yeah, no, I've been at more parties where the fire department showed up than the cops have shown up. One, well, we used to like to light off a lot of fireworks. <laughs> and in a dense urban area, that's not advised. <laughs> Do not try this at home. Don't try this at home. So we have a new beer. Yeah, it was funny. When I was pouring it, I, I just... I associate the Green Flash Brewing Company with their IPAs. Yeah, so, so when I'm pouring it, I'm going, God, this is brown for an IPA. <laughs> well, that's because we've called uh, Green Flash – actually, West Coast IPA is the name of the Green Flash IPA. Uh, and we've always called it Green Flash just because we don't know any of the other beers because the usually the IPA is what's on at Tornado or at Zeitgeist or uh, – What's in the the local fridge? True. 
So Green Flash West Coast IPA <laughs> is known as Green Flash, which is a bit mid, which is a bit Midwestern of us. Don't insult me like that. I'm Joe. not. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the guy who uses Photoshop every day and goes, "I use Adobe." Oh, like what do you what Adobe? Like people who say Anchor Steam Porter. It's Anchor, Anchor Porter. Porter. Yeah, Anchor Steam is its own thing, and Anchor the brewery Porter. is Anchor. The An- beer is Steam. <clears throat> it's not Anchor Steam Liberty Ale. It's Anchor Liberty Ale. This tastes positively chocolatey. Yeah, that's I was just that's what I was. Was that the funny face you were making? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) we could break out the chocolate beer. Also, no, no, I'm not a big fan of the chocolate beer. Really? Maybe over ice cream. We don't have any ice cream. Good thing we found the opener. (laughs) I love the opener. I love Trumer because they gave us these openers. Yeah, well, we're gonna have our own version of that. Not the coolest thing. These are ever. very heavy duty. I know. We like found you could the, do some damage if you hit we someone. Found, and the well, little no, no. piece, the little. I like how you think. <laughs> um, the little piece that would wear down, you can replace because yeah. it's held in with screws. So, oh, that's true. so here's how versatile this opener is. Um, when I was, My, take, I had to break into a car. <laughs> no, w- when I was putting the ice in the beer, the beer was or the ice was all squished together or melted together. And so I used that opener to just go tap, 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 tap nice. to break the ice apart. I'm like, I love this opener. The little bottom part is ridged and everything. Yeah. Intriguing. It's a perfect piece of engineering. <laughs> anyway, they're going to be on the website soon. Hey. Store.beerschool.com. <laughs> Speaking of lugs. Wow, I really like this beer. We did a pretty good job selecting beer tonight. Well, it's all because of it's because of Andre's flavor profile that we discovered that we broke free from. Well, no, I'm like, I was just looking at the cooler, going, "Oh, let's just get Racer Five. I no, I don't like Racer Five that much. I love Racer Five. Yeah, well, you will someday like Racer Five. I'm sure. But I'm we sure pick, once I drink more. But the thing is, is that we picked we picked. Four beers so far that you've every one of them you've liked. I think this is one I like least, but it's still like I would still drink it. Like okay. it's still tasty. Um, why do you like this least? Actually, I would say this is tied with the, <laughs> the Lambic, um, only because this is too sweet for me. Okay, um, like that's definitely like something I'd have if I just wanted pure sugar. Um, but I just I really like the smoothness. But you didn't hate the, the no, I didn't. I didn't hate it at all. I, I mean, I like it. I, I will drink it. I like the smoothness of the Shiner. And I liked the the lightness of the Belgium, um, and this one is good. It's just I think it's like the chocolate, like the almost chocolate flavor that throws me off. Um, and it's chocolatier than nut browns usually are. Let's see if we can become an expert at this by reading the bottle again. Nope, there's no there's no. Uh, uh, this medium-bodied English-style brown ale is marked by its sweet nut flavor and mild, I assume, malt character. So if we were to ask the brewer what the what the grain bill was, there's probably some chocolate malt in it. That would be my guess. He's probably got like 3% chocolate malt. I do like that it's from San Diego, though. It makes me feel a little bit at home. We did that for you. Yeah, Thank that you. was intentional. <laughs> it, was either that, it was either that or port brewing and... 
there was no port brewing or stone or stone, stone. arrogant bastard. You spotted the stone right off. I did. I did notice the stone. What what stone would you get if you were going to get a stone? Probably one of the porters. I guess the stone porter. Uh huh. I, I don't. I'm not really a big fan of stone. All my guy friends drink it. Actually, a lot of people I know drink it, not just boys. Um, are are they drinking it because they're trying to fit the marketing profile? You know, like they're just like you know. Here's the, th- the thinking is like, you know, the on the back of the stone arrogant bastard bottle it says you will not like this beer. Oh no, I think it's just so widely accessible in San Diego. A lot of places have it, so they're just. Like it's just one of the common beers. It's what you drink. It's everywhere. Can I mean, you imagine kind of is. Stone Arrogant Bastard being the air quotes common beer? Well, I mean, I just <laughs> find it's hilarious. I feel like it's in a lot of the restaurants, and it's also in like it's in our Ralph's grocery store. Like you don't have to go to a specialty alcohol store. Sure, it's sure. Just, no, I'm just saying. Right. No, no, just this. This is kind of like, no. This is for everybody else who we get hate mail because <laughs> we talk about how you just go down to the gas station, you can pick up a six pack of Sierra Nevada. And people are like, uh, How yeah. you know, and so you're like, yeah, stones everywhere, blah, and they're like, because yeah, there's there's people that are like, wow, I really want you guys to send me a like, you know, the 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 sampling of stone. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not the sampling of stone isn't everywhere in San Francisco. Oh, it's definitely in San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's also where it's from. It makes sense. I just I laugh because Harvey. Beer culture and the whole beer thing is skipped L.A. And you, you sort of think you go north to south and everybody in Seattle thinks they're so great and they're so wonderful with their beer. And Portland's really nice with beer and it's cool with beer around here. And then it sort of peters out by the time it gets to L.A. Even though you've got um, Firestone in uh, Beulah, no, Paso Robles now. And yeah, there's some, some good places around San Luis Obispo, and, San Robles. Yeah, San Luis Obispo, and also um, there's some brew pubs in, in Santa Barbara. By the time you get to L.A., it's relatively bleak. I mean, there there maybe half a dozen good places in L.A., but for a city of how many million people and such a gigantic, diverse area that there are a couple of places in Pasadena and a couple of places out on the west side. And all of a sudden you get to San Diego, and boom, there's beer all over the place again. Yeah. Boom. I heard Emerald's going off the air. Doesn't he say bam? Boom, bam, whatever. <laughs> he's going off the air. Yeah, he's going he's into reruns. His... They, they're not doing new Emeralds. But, well, I mean, or that, that's because he, he has a writer. <laughs> <laughs> and his writer's on strike. His writer says garlic. Bechamel. I was like, they like, can't say bam because I wrote that. <laughs> Uh, wow. No, the thing, we've talked about L.A. beer before, and I think part of it is that it's so freaking hot there for so much of the year. But it's hotter in San Diego. Uh, yeah, but at least San Diego in June has that, that, that gloom that pulls through from the ocean, you know, where it's gray for like 45 days and it's not so warm. I don't know, you know what about I'm that. Talking about. I mean, I live no, in Hawaii, it's always, so it's, it's we have random, random weather patterns there just because of the sea. Um, I'll walk to work and there'll be fog in the middle of June, but by the, by the afternoon it's hot. It's like, so you're you're equating the you're equating more the valley with L.A. Yeah, whereas when, when, West Side West Side's like San Diego. You're, when I called the, when I called it L.A. Yeah. because it was hot as and I want to use the word that I can't use, but 
it was that word. <laughs> I don't know that word. Can't it say it. We can't say hell. No, hell a. That's fine. The word it was hot as. Uh. <laughs> you know, you're just taunting me. Um, but if you ask my LA friends who don't live in the valley, they wouldn't like the valley either. Nobody likes. They're the like, valley. we have to go to the. Where's the party? Encino. <laughs> we don't want to go to Encino. Yeah. We don't want to go to North Hollywood. We don't want to go to Woodland Hills. I have no concept of LA geography. Anyway, really. I mean, I've only been there, like, twice, and once was to Beverly Hills, and once was to, like, Torrance. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then we went to, like, Echo Park for a concert and went back to Torrance. <laughs> Beverly Hills was you were hanging out with your posh friends? Hanging out with a posh friend. Although she is very nice and very normal. She's not very, I don't know. She hasn't let the Beverly Hills get to her head, so nice. I love her. So what have we learned today? We've learned that... We've learned that we can ask a flavor profile of a person, and we can get them beers that they'll like. Excellent. I've learned that I have a flavor profile, (laughs) (laughs) because I've never heard that term before. (laughs) John's like a beer guru. (laughs) Well, the the way that this works is I'm sitting at Toronado on a Friday or a Saturday night. And the place is packed, and there's a bunch of people that are standing behind me because they want a beer. And the person's like, I don't know what I want. You know, what should I get? And they're looking at this board, which there's 40 beers that they can possibly get from at any given time. And if you don't know what those things are, because there's no familiar beer. There's no Budweiser. There's no Bud Light. There's no, you know, there's none of the Heineken's. There aren't the normal go-to beers on on the menu, and so the so then it's to me, you know, I usually just because it's kind of fun, just turn and go. Um, what do you normally drink? And the person will be like, "Well, I like Hefeweizens, or I like uh, Pilsners, or I like you know something along those lines." And it, and so it'll be like, "Well, then if you like." that then you should get this or if you like that other thing then you should try this and invariably everyone's like oh my gosh this is really good thank you very much and it's just you know just knowing knowing what's on the board and knowing what those other things are how to connect a to b what's how to connect what's what's offered with what somebody says they like yeah and sort of thin out all the different choices and go try one of these (laughs) it's like oh you should go next door and get a trimmer I said that once. Go over to uh, go over to get, Mad Dog in the Fog. And get, get a trimmer. Get a, go get a Guinness. Yeah, get a Guinness. The guy's like Guinness. I'm like, yeah, they have Guinness here. We should go on Tuesday to Tornado because I've never gotten the the hamburgers from Rosamonds. <laughs> we could do that. Oh God, hamburgers from the where? Tuesday Rosamonds. The Tuesday oh, yeah. Rosamond hamburger thing. We used, to, we used to have a little. We used to have a little procession. We'd go to Tornado, then we go to Zeitgeist, then we go to Mars, then we go to Twenty First. I've, I've never been to any of this except for Twenty First. Okay, 21st. we can do that on Tuesday. Okay, I'll be done. Okay, I might have some friends with me, but you'll like them. No friends. I do have friends. It's a miracle. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I met some of your friends. Have you? Yeah. Did you have friends at the at the cocktail party? Oh, I have my friend Catherine. That's true. Okay. Yeah. She's in Germany now. She's having fun without me. <laughs> and you're having fun without her, right? 
I am actually okay, having good. fun. This is great. <laughs> so we have some uh, last stats before we uh, start to wrap. Some more cheery binge yeah. drinking stories here, John. No, no, no. This is a uh, this is <clears throat> college drinking. Uh, college drinking prevention gov. This is your tax dollars at work here. So we're going to exploit this. Um, uh, where is it? Here it is. About 11% of college student drinkers report that they have damaged property while under the influence of alcohol. Vandalism. Damage besides your brain cells? Exactly. And this is a crazy stat. Uh, injuries. 599,000 students. Why didn't they just round it up to 600K? But anyway, uh, between the ages of 18 and 24 are unintentionally injured after or under the influence of alcohol. This is like this is like unintentionally intentionally walking Barry Bonds. What does that mean? <laughs> the guy's trying to throw throw a strike. Tried. Trying. Unintentionally. Intentionally walking. So like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. So here's okay. here's these people that are unintentionally injured. Like you know, they're like, look at me. You Who know, goes out and gets intentionally injured. Nobody goes out and gets intentionally injured. But people do do stupid things. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, six hundred thousand students every. This is a, a two thousand five statistic. <laughs> they stub their toe. Does that count as unintentionally injured? Yep. If it bleeds. Ew. Like you break the nail? Ew. You started the ew. <laughs> I'm ending the ew. <laughs> so, so here's... This is this... We have to play this song again um, for the end. But 400,000 students between the age of 18 and 24 <coughs> had unprotected sex. And more than 100,000 students between the age of 18 and 24... Report having to been too intoxicated to know if they were consenting to have sex. That's different than the song we played. Exactly. What song? It's, it's a Dead Gen- Kennedys. <laughs> it's by the Dead Kennedys. <laughs> do you know the song I'm talking about? No, what song? I know the Dead Kennedys. It's called so. Too Drunk to... <clears throat> oh, I do know that song. <laughs> you know, Nouveau Vogue has a pretty good cover of that, actually. Really? Yeah. What's the name of that band? Oh, Nouvelle Vogue has a cover Nouvelle of it? Bo- Nouvelle Vogue. Vogue. V-A-G-U-E. Come on. Don't you know them? No. I'm, glad, mean, you, I'm glad you said Chronos Quartet. Cause that's the uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have no undergrounded cred left. Although Camper Van Beethoven takes the stage pretty soon. I've actually seen them play. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I went to a concert um, of theirs. Or I went to... Cracker, it was a cracker slash camper Van Beethoven. No, no, it was just that it was like when they just got not reunited, but like when they like started touring again. Uh-huh. It was it was like maybe four years ago, um, and they were it was like an all day festival, and they were one of the bands, like they were one of the headliners. Cool, yeah, they rock. They were pretty good. I liked them. So this last one is about five percent of four year college students are involved with the cops or campus security as a result of drinking. And Does that mean the, they join the cops? I don't know, but it's only 5%. Like, how the 5% of a party got out of control? Well, they said 5% of four-year students. What percentage of five-year students? What percentage huh? of, of lifetime students? Could, 
Did somebody in the government please learn how to write better? Exactly. An estimated 110,000 students between the ages of 18 and 24 are arrested for alcohol-related violation, such as public drunkenness or driving under the influence. Kids, don't drink and drive. Exactly. It's the stupidest thing that you can do. No, I think slamming your hand in the car door intentionally would be stupider. Actually, ah. standing up on the muni too quick and <laughs> having the train lurch forward and then hitting your head and dropping <laughs> on, on the floor, that hurts. Uh, don't do that. Funny to watch, though. It is funny to watch. And it was funny later. Jumping off the cable car before it stops. That's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. It's not as easy as it looks. It, you know, the guy who tumbled to the ground and everybody looks at you and you go, oh. The guy who did it in the movies practiced. Yeah. He had a stunt double. It's true. Aw, John John's tired. He's no. rubbing his little eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's that. I think there's only one last thing to say. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know what? We can't do that yet. We forgot <laughs> the homework. The homework is beer. What was last week's homework? Last week's homework was pretty fun. Uh, last week's homework was? Beer. I don't, I don't remember either. No. It was, it's interesting. Uh, you made it up. It was your homework. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was remember. your homework. I don't remember. No, it was good homework. Sure it was. I made it up. You guys failed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the homework from last week was... You know, in the olden days when we first started doing this show, we would edit stuff out like this and fix it. But now we know that we're true. <laughs> and we just let it run straight through. Damn it, I don't remember what the homework was. Well, it wasn't even last week. It was a couple days ago. Yeah, that's the really pathetic part. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just... Uh, everybody go back and listen to... Uh, the, the beer and review and find out what the homework was. Now, the homework, well, what's your homework for this week? Well, that's the... So, you could help us with the homework. Uh-oh. Do you have to come up with something? I would say you have to... Well, you have to uh, go to the KSDT website and figure out when you're on the air, Ms. Pedigo. <laughs> uh, that's really lame homework, but it's acceptable to do. No, it's got to be beer-related. Okay, John. It's got to be beer-related homework. Yeah. Okay. And have a beer oh, oh. while you're listening. N- <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, that's funny. Uh, all right, so the homework for this week is to do the your favorite homework from last year. Again, whether that's send us a coaster, write a review, and post it somewhere, link to... Uh, uh, write about us on your blog and link back to us. Um, send us presents. Send, yeah, there was the there send was us the, presents. I'm big on that yeah, one. I've never seen a steak in the mail yet. <laughs> but you did get beer, so don't be greedy. We it's get true. beers That's in the Michelle's mail. Michelle's mom. Yeah. We love her. Yeah, and there's that guy in Indiana who's going to send us more beers. True. Um, uh, there's go to your local corner market and make a list of all the beers available that was, there. That was really cool homework. Like, more people didn't do that. Of course, maybe they were intimidated by your <laughs> local homework. Uh, if somebody does that, I'll post all the pictures of all the coolers in that in that store up on the side. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, I bet to Photoshop them because I was taking them three shots at a time. So you got to stretch the perspective so they'll look square again. Oh, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Then there was the homework of uh, send us a new logo, but that's already fixed. Yay. We have that going for us. 
Uh, there was the that was not that was edited out homework. What start your own beer podcast? Oh, that's right. <laughs> so that you can claim the title to the world's greatest podcast ever about, about beer. You guys don't want competition. Come on now. We had oh. we crushed them. <laughs> <laughs> We got, That's John Foster at BrewSchool.com. <laughs> it's just John. Or Info. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Party, Macworld, Expo. Oh, right. you got to pimp that again. you got to pimp that again because uh, a lot of people uh, were confused. We're number one with the nerds. Are you guys so, going to that? I know people who are. My friends are going. No, listen oh, to this. So here's, this, is the, this is the cool thing. So, Secret Party. Secret Party is happening sometime during the week of Macworld Expo. I'm not going to say where or when on the podcast. You have to send mail to seek, to info at beerschool.com with the title Secret Party. And if you do that, then you're on the guest list for where the party is. Now, it's not a we're buying you beer. You're buying us beer. You're beer buying us tradition. beer tradition. So it's a, it's a not us host bar. Yes. <laughs> And uh, the only way to get in is to send send mail to info at beerschool.com, secret party, and you're in. And if you're kind of hip-wise to the ways of things, you can probably figure out where the party is. <laughs> but the important thing is when the party is. Yes, that's the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> Aren't you guys always there? <laughs> I just assume. <laughs> Thanks, Winter. Obviously not. If you heard Michelle chastise me for never being there recently, now I know I do. And then there's that other event. Oh, right. The where we do this someplace that isn't here. Yeah, yeah. So the other part of this is this is the coolest. So we're on the there's this stage that's called the podcast (laughs) stage. It's on uh, the in the West Hall at MacWorld. And uh, the last show, which is like 4 o'clock on Friday. And I don't know that that's the exact time. But anyway, we're the last, the last, the last. So beerschool.com is going to be live from the Macworld Expo floor. (laughs) And it's going to start off like, what are they going to do? Drink some beer. Tell us to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us to stop. So basically we're going to sneak beer into the... uh, into the uh, the floor and uh, and talk about that because everybody just my whole thing is sneak. If you've ever been to MacWorld, everybody's carrying shopping bags oh, full yeah. of free crap. So sneaking. How how sneaky do you have to be to walk in with like a bag that's sponsored by? Well, the thing, you know, the thing is, is that we could probably even take <clears throat> you know the the fork truck lift thing right or the two wheel the, the 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 dolly the hand cart. We can play with a dolly. Exactly. We'll have the hand cart rolled in. And it'll look like a big monitor box. Right. I want to go to Adobe and ask them why they ruined freehand and why they ruined my entire life and why they haven't put out a product that can do half of what freehand could do. Dude, you're not bitter at all. (laughs) Oh. You don't know about my dark side. All right. (laughs) All right. So there's the homework. Oh, you probably do. Hillary told you. So there's the homework. The homework is... The beer. Home, the homework is oh, beer. <laughs> the homework is to do is to redo some homework that you did in the past, and uh, the, your favorite homework. Yes, and uh, send us 
Send us steaks. Send us quahog clams. Send us beer. Quahog. Come on now, voter. Have you ever had a quahog clam? No. Oh. Yeah, you've had San Diego clams. Is that Quahog clams are about this big. Yeah. Oh, I thought and you were talking I, about like Family Guy or something. No, Quahog's a real play. Quahog's right next to Providence, Rhode Island. I was oh, I out. I did not know that. I was out in Rhode Island for a wedding, I don't know how many years ago. And what they do is they take the, the clam is this big, and I'm making like a softball. It's about as big as a coaster. <coughs> yeah, it's about the big as a coaster. Hmm. They take out the little clam, and usually what they do is they mince it up and mix it with something else like garlic and, and, um, breadcrumbs and sometimes lobster and then they bake it really really good that you sounds could, tasty could use uh bacon in there as well ba- you can always use bacon exactly all right well there's only one <laughs> last thing to say yes and that is <laughs> class dismissed <laughs> that's how it, that's how the show goes I like how that wraps up i like it <laughs> and then we chat for a little bit longer then we turn off the thing <laughs> as long as there's beer, there's still uh, a chat. What's left? And we have coffee. Yeah. What's uh, left? The What's lambic left? is still. still is there left? anything? We have a. We have one more shiner and one more. Uh... Oh, the shiner is what I want. <laughs> no, it was good. It was really tasty. I like it a lot. And that was just. I just looked at it and go. Should be good. No, good. Good random pick. Oh, we you have know, some Whitkirk that's the... probably pretty warm right now. Oh, that was Put good. That was good when it was not even warm. I mean, when it was not even cold. When it was in temperature purgatory. Not too exactly. hot, not too cold. Okay, Goldilocks. This was a fascinating... Goldilocks? <laughs> this was a fascinating thing to read. Look at your hair, and you're calling me Goldilocks. My hair is gold. I'll give it that. The strategies to to prevent college drinking was which once one of them was give them pot to smoke increased (laughs) prices and excise taxes on alcoholic beverages like oh yeah we'll tax it more that'll stop them from drinking right give them pot you know that just begs the question there's the sugar bowl there's the emerald bowl pot bowl there's no smokable no there's a, there used to be a Chick Fil A bowl. Ew. Sorry, I've actually never been to Chick Fil A, so I won't comment on it. But <laughs> it just doesn't sound good to me. There used to be a Chick Fil A at the mall in Santa Rosa, the downtown mall. Are you trying to open the table? Yes, that's exactly. It. <laughs> Are you trying to break stuff? Oh, the binge drinkers become a little vandal here. According according to the uh, according to the statistics that we just. We're talking about just recently. That's four drinks in a row. I don't think this like four ounce cup is well, really no, it just said four drinks. It's true. It said four or more drinks in a row. It's just so all that stuff is so poorly written. I mean, you don't know how much a drink is. Like, I honestly don't think that my four ounce cup is going to constitute an I entire know. drink. Well, that's the whole. That's the whole thing with the uh, with. The mothers against drunk driving and the other other people that are against this is that they quote these statistics, but they don't they don't back them up with anything other than here's this statistic we have. Is that your backup signal? Yeah, the backup signal. You're good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's there is there are people that have a problem with this, with drinking and being around alcohol, but at the same time, 
don't ruin it for the people that don't have the problem. I love that. Solve college drinking by raising the taxes on all alcohol. Yeah. Why don't parents just keep stop sending their kids so much money so they don't go binge drinking? I earn my money. Well, I don't go binge drinking. I know. Or, or, let, or let's look at what the problem is. Is that the by the time the kid gets by the time the kids get to school, they're away from mom and dad. They're not under the they're not under the they're uh, not under parental intoxica- intoxication. They're not under yeah. They're not under the thumb of their of their parents. They finally have this freedom that they that they found, and then they go, oh yeah, this is what we're going to go do. I mean, how many people have you seen that you're that are your friends that have just gone off the deep end? I don't think it's necessarily because their parents are around. I mean, maybe actually, maybe well, it is. I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm using the. Uh, it's their parent. It, it's just that they're in a new environment. They're the, not being watched all the time. I so mean, they do something stupid. Probably, if I mean, probably. I mean, that's what mm. you do when you're young, right? Exactly. Right. Well, not, but but it's also the, does the, that, but. it's it's just that you know from you know growing up, most parents are like, no, you can't have this because. This is something that you that is an adult thing, and so by the time you're 21, you, <laughs> so take my gun and go out back and shoot something. Right. So you, but then, oh my God, but, I know a boy that not that shot anything, but when he turned 21, his father gave him like a bottle of booze and a gun, and was like, "Don't use these together." And that, when he told me the story, I was mortified. <laughs> no, take me out. But now. You, you look at you look at other countries where drinking is allowed prior to the age of 18, and. The kids that that are, grow up in that environment, they're not they're not the statistics that we've just read, right? You know that it's part of their life. They've they've experienced these things for under the guidance of their parents or their peers or their or other people. So, do you think we should lower the drinking? Of age course, to I think it should be eighteen. I think, in fact, I'm going to even go one one further and say, you know, you can have a choice. When you're 16, you can have a drinking license or you can have a car license. You can't have both. But... But, I mean, how are you going to regulate that then? Might as well. I mean, they're drinking anyway. According to these statistics, there's hundreds and... There's millions of people that are drinking underage. And they've admitted it so. with, the, with, these, with these reports. So, why are, we make, why are we making them criminals? Why are they breaking the law? Because it's cool to break the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. (laughs) It's motor at beerschool.com. So I get my hate mail. You You actually have an email address from Beer School? Oh, yeah. Do you want one? No. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you have your own domain, you can have as many. Yeah, you can have. You could have. Awesome. Yeah. Your sister has one at. Well, that's because she was your intern. Yes. <laughs> she I, never gave those cards out. I was. I have one. I, I was no. I was waiting. We should probably talk about this when the mics are off. We got to cut that out because that reveals your secret alternate identity. No, it doesn't. Nobody will figure that out. I like to limit my online accounts. Now you gave it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, show's over. <laughs> show's out. over, John. There you go. <laughs> hey, kid. Cut that last part out. 